Hey, Ted. Hey, Grayson. Welcome to the Boot and Hearth Podcast. Um, we are going to cover the last couple of weeks uh, worth of content. Um, hope everyone had a wonderful Thanksgiving. Um, and I hope everyone's joined enjoyed the uh, games that have happened since then. Because we've had some bangers. Had some really good games, for sure. Which, which has also led the table to look like an absolute shit show right now. <laughs> it is uh, it is a very different looking table than it was a few weeks ago. And, I mean, with these games we've had, and, and, and I mean, there's injuries at play, obviously, and everything, but, like, it's it's shaping up to be a nice little run-in after the break. See, and it's like, like, most of the times when you see a six-point gap between fourth and first, you're like, oh, no, nah, there's no way. They're completely out of it. Dude, it's anyone's. It's anyone's right now. Any anywhere now. Nine points to fifth. Oh, nine points, but a game in hand. All right, all right. Game it could be hand. six. Yeah, game it could be six. Um. Yeah, I think it's safe to say that Man United, with twenty-seven points off fifteen, or not, not in the race, were sixth-place team in the history of time. Dude, uh, I mean, you say that, but like <coughs> nobody's being, nobody's winning consistently right now. Like nobody is is consistently, you know, getting their three points and calling it a day. No, everyone's everyone's getting at least at least a loss. Yeah. Um, and and like they're all drawing and everything too. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's still honestly. I think I could see Man U clawing back into at least the top four. I mean, if you're counting Man U out. I assume you're counting Spurs out, which I'm not. No, because Spurs still has the game in hand. I'll count them okay, out after right, this week. Right. But no, Spurs. Spurs the injuries are still. I mean, there's a lot. Yeah, of, you got a lot. We get injuries. we get Romero back next week. Mickey's probably out till after the break. Ben Tinker is gone till February. James Madison. I don't even know if we've got an estimate. To be honest, I think it's probably after I think the break he, at some he point. died, right? Yeah, yeah. They just I just read his obit in the, yeah. uh, the paper, but uh, Liverpool sitting second, man. Yeah, we were pretty uh, down in the dumps about Liverpool. I'd say probably two months ago. Yeah, I was I wasn't super convinced coming into the season, but and we've had some really shaky wins, but we are in second. And like like. I heard on another podcast the game this weekend the the Liverpool Fulham four three was a perfect example of two different narratives that exi- can coexist, which is the first one is mentality monsters are back we can come back into any game never count us out <coughs> we'll be in for a title push like like the team's rebuilt we're in a good spot the other side is. We were down 3-2 to Fulham on some really shoddy defense. Which one do you subscribe to? Yeah, yeah. Which I think (laughs) you could probably subscribe to both. But, um, yeah, and Allison's out for, I think, at least another couple of weeks. Yeah. Which December's the, The the, the long run. Yeah, we've got, I think there's eight more games happening in this month. Okay, so you'll get him back for six of those? If he's out for two more weeks, you maybe, say? maybe. Yeah, no, I think we'll see. We'll see how many we get get him back for. Kelleher looked shaky in the Fulham game. Yeah, but he got a clean sheet in the she- in the United game, Sheffield United game, and he had some good saves in the game. So I'm not 
Not freaking out yet? Not freaking out yet. Not freaking out yet. But, um, did you... We watched highlights together of the, the Liverpool game. Yeah, those goals, man. Those goals. I mean, like, from God. <laughs> I mean, those goals were absolutely... There were articles intense. about it following following that game. I think, I can't remember who it was, but I read a headline, like, there were so many... I've never seen a game with so many beautiful goals and things like that. That's what's been thrown around. Which is funny, because like it was almost entirely one-sided. <laughs> like, Fulham's goals were, like... They weren't bad goals, but they were ordinary goals. Just regular squad goals. Yeah, just regular run-of-the-mill <laughs> goals. Um, and the and the Liverpool goals were were uh, gifts of the gods. Um, that McAllister one was absolutely insane. insane. <laughs> it, it reminded me of uh, Stevie G's old goals. To be honest, yeah, <laughs> banging them in from out of the box. Bringing um, his name. Back. So, yeah, it was actually the that's uh, just as a, uh, just in that capacity. We're not bringing him back into the other <laughs> one. Um, but the um, the the Trent goal was the the last one. That was the one that won it, and the shortest that was the shortest distance at nineteen yards. That's, a, that's which crazy. is out of the box. Yeah, so what's up with that? That's not normal. I I. The endo goal was twenty. I think the the tr- the McAllister one was twenty three, and the Trent free kick was twenty six. So, some long range threats. I mean, if you can bang him in like that at that rate, I'll thought sure. As well. Sure, might as Fire well. Away, you know. Um, had a good game against uh, Sheffield United, um, who coincidentally. Have a new manager. New manager bounce failed them today, though. Yeah. Well, so I don't know if you know this, but Chris Wilder was the manager of Sheffield United when they came up. So it's a return. This is a a classic case of unfinished business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yep. One, it's funny because they they came up, they finished like eighth or ninth or something. They finished top half. Yeah. And then went down the next year. And then he's had like two jobs since in the championship and has gotten fired from both of them. Yeah, not been good. So why why the hell is he was he already on staff with Sheffield? They just brought him back. No, it's been like no, it's been like four years. Yeah, I just like I don't understand why you bring the guy back. No, because he knows the club. Oh, he knows the it's in his blood. (laughs) (laughs) He knows United. Um so yeah, he's he's back in. Uh, we were talking about the the amount of we were talking about the amount of um, the lack of managerial sackings. We finally got one. I I think the, the when you lose five nothing to Burnley, who are like literally right there with you. I, I mean, think that might have been. That be, was the last game, I think. I could be wrong, but like they what? Did they even have? Was that their first win? No, they they've had another two. one. Okay, they had another one too. But yeah, no, obviously don't want to be losing to Burnley, especially when you're you know already bottom of the table. So not ideal. Um, it's not surprising, I don't think, right? No. Nah. United, you lose this many games. 
you, you're looking at your coach thinking maybe it's time for a change. Well, because see, here's the thing. I don't think Luton... I don't, I don't think if Luton were in Sheffield United's well, position... And we've talked about them. Yeah. We don't think they have ambitions to stay. stay in the Premier League. Yeah, and I don't think Sheffield United really do either. That says otherwise. That says otherwise. But... Yeah. I, I think it's different. I think Sheffield has been trying to get back to this point for a very, you know, for a while... And I think they've been putting resources towards it, and I think they were unhappy, obviously, with Heg and Bottom, that now all of that is seemingly going to be for naught, because they're going to go back down again. Mm-hmm. I think that's their their, their position, uh, when you compare it to Luton, I don't know. Yeah, alright. Yeah, I just, like, if you want to show ambition, why bring in a manager who's gotten sacked? Yeah. Firm a championship job two times. Like, oh, he kept us up last time we stood up, sure. Yeah. And then got sent immediately back down. Well, then, I mean, if that's the goal, then why why fire Heck and Bottom? Well, yeah, I, I, you, I, you would think that... I think he, he probably lost the club or something. Like, he lost the dressing room or something like that. I didn't hear any rumblings, did you? I mean, there weren't no. any. No. Like... But I had... I heard as a general thing, I didn't hear any of his press conferences because who the fuck's listening to a Paul Hickingbottom press conference? Um, but he, um, apparently he was getting a bit weird in them. Weird? Yeah. Huh. Like, just uh, just the, the general vibe of someone who is... Unsettled. Not long for this world, yeah. Getting a little snippy. Yeah. Love it, love it. Um... So yeah, um, best of luck to Chris Wilder. Uh, first, first sacking. Um, we're gonna have to do a lot more to get uh, catch up with last year. Let me tell you. You think we see more come twenty twenty four? I think company. Company, you really? I think company could be. I don't know. I don't know. Company. How long has he been there? One or two seasons? I think he's. I don't think he's been there that long, and they are getting waxed. Oh, you're not counting this season, right? No. Okay, so yeah, I think he's been there. I'm gonna say two, but that's probably wrong. We don't have to. Nobody looked that up. Um, but anyway, I I don't know. Vincey Company, man, he he tore it up down in champ in the championship, and uh, you know I've got an inside source in JJ Watt, whom I listen to. Yeah. Every day. Yeah. He doesn't seem to think Vincent's going anywhere. So, uh, partial owner. You, <laughs> you're, what were you saying? About, so, he's on the Pat McAfee show. Yeah, he's on the Pat McAfee show, I want to say, like, twice a week, three times a week, maybe. And, Dude, uh, imagine just being retired and all you get paid to do is just be a boomer yeah. on this TV yeah, show. Yeah, basically, I mean, he still works out, apparently, like, you know, we're going to go into a J.J. Watt tangent here, but he, he still works out like he's in the league, so who knows. But um, the dude, yeah, no, the dude comes on, and they they have one guy, the Pat McAfee Show has one guy on the crew that actually follows soccer. And so he'll always, like, throw a question out there about Burnley, and he'll run through the Burnley results, and then they'll all kind of just, like, shit on J.J. Watt because he's not doing enough to turn the forces <laughs> of the team around. And they'll just drill him with a bunch of questions, like, you know, Fire, fire company, or you know, fire so and so, and then they're like, you know, they, they just they don't they don't know anything about it, so it's very, it's very comical, 
And and JJ's just kind of like, oh, you know, I don't think company's going anywhere. Or he'll say something like, you know, uh, you know, me and the boys were really close. Yeah. And they shit like yeah. that. It's yeah. hilarious. But yeah, no, he doesn't. I did whatever you know, whatever credit you want to put towards it. I think he's. He I think he's like a one percent owner. Yeah, yeah, he definitely is not a significant owner, but it's just really funny. Company's got the vote of confidence from the board. Yeah. I'm still gonna call it insider knowledge. Um, <laughs> um, no, I think company's probably the would be the next one to go. Eric Ten Hag might. I could see that. Honestly, I could see Ten Hag. Which is crazy because they're in sixth. Yeah, and they just know. beat Chelsea. And they just beat Chelsea. Yeah. And yet they look fucking terrible every time that you see them out on the field. I just think. It- Man, you, it's crazy how synonymous they've become with, like, a circus dumpster fire. I just think that is so funny. Anytime I think of them now, that's what I associate it with. Yeah, it's not It's not the 13 Premier League titles. It's no, not the treble no. winners, the first it, treble winners. No, it is the absolute circus that they have become. It's beautiful. I mean, the thi- and the thing also is, if you fire Ten Hag, like... <laughs> what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, what do you do? So. I would love to see them bring in like, uh, oh god, Conte's still out of a job. Oh <laughs> man, dude, if Conte didn't like it in London, what makes you think he's gonna like it in Manchester? Ah, uh, you know, I kind of feel like it just wasn't, you know, the right match. I don't know if it was necessarily London or anything like that. Man, you could be different. Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. yeah, yeah. I would love to see him up there. I think for he, sure, he would lose all of his hair. <laughs> Jose Mourinho, I mean Jose Mourinho might be out of a gig, you know. Yeah, he's he's still at Roma, right? Yeah. yeah what yeah. other toxic managers could oh, we put man. into that spot? Oh, Sam what's... Allardyce. Ooh. Yeah. Big Sam, that could yeah. be fun. Bring the locker room what's, together. What's uh? What's uh? Big, you know, Big Sam's won a Premier League. No, I didn't know. Yeah, that. he won the Premier League with Bolton. <laughs> That's what year was that? That's got uh, that's, ages ago. Yeah, I think. Or did he win it with? Or did he? I might actually be bullshitting you. I can talk about something. Okay. Then, all right. Uh, yeah, I'll talk about something. I was gonna say, um, who was the the iconic uh, uh, Newcastle manager before Eddie Howe came in? Kevin Keegan? No, no. Oh, no, Rafa no. Benitez. No, 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 no. I think less like oh, that. Oh, Steve, like, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. <laughs> Bring Steve Bruce back, man. So, so, Steve Bruce was a Man United defender. Really? Yeah. See, this is all new. So, he knows the club, dude. Oh, so bring him. It's in his blood. It's in his blood. Um, Yeah, you can bring back Steve Bruce. No, <laughs> I guess they didn't win. Who else? Now I'm just thinking of managers. Oh, uh, get Bielsa back in the prem. <laughs> Bielsa, mm-hmm. man, you. Mm-hmm. Uh, that would make me so <laughs> uncomfortable. It would, see, it would be so fun to watch. I would love to just see him crouch on that touchline again. Oh, uh, bring that, bring the stool <laughs> the back. Yeah. yeah, the stool. <laughs> I just like he's so, he's doing he's he's like, no. He's in Uruguay. He's loving Uruguay. They've beaten Argentina. They've beaten Brazil. He's staying there. He's not yeah, going to Manu. Probably not. I wouldn't hate to see him at Manu. No, I, um, Sean Dyche. Sean Dyche? Out of the Everton job, you think? Yeah, I yeah. I could see it. I heard Paul Heckingbottom was looking for a spot. Yeah. yeah he's pr- I saw him wandering the streets earlier. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, so... Uh, Any the, of those would be great. Holy... That was a hell of a tangent. Um, yeah, I don't know who's going to get fired next. Um, I don't know who's going to get fired next. Uh, I think it's going to be company, but it might be Ten Hag. Um, uh, imagine if it was Podge, dude. Dude, Podge? No, they've turned it imagine. around. They've turned it they've around. They've turned it around. They're in 10th. They're no, they're, they're good now. They're they're I, clawing their way back up the table. I think I think they are good as well, and I think there's less calling for Potch's name than there was for calling for Graham Potter's name. Yeah. Graham Potter, man, you. Oh, that's yeah. a good shout. I could see it. I could see that. The perfect just like soldier to do whatever the owners tell him to. He would he would he would get he would cash out on that um on that uh, he would get fired after nine months and cash out on that payout. Big contract. Yeah, big contract money. Alright. Um, me let me let me talk about Spurs. No, I wanna keep talking about managers. <laughs> avoiding talking about Spurs. Um alright, so Spurs three, Man City three. Um you were not that confident going into this game. I fully believed we were going to get smacked. I believed it was going to be probably 5-0, and it was going to be a horrible, horrible game to watch. Uh, well, I take that back. I figured we'd come out with Emerson and Dyer in the lineup, and we'd try to play our high line like Ange likes to do. Yeah. And it would go horribly, because it's Man City. Yeah. So what didn't happen was Dyer didn't come out. And we actually did play our high line, but it actually kind of worked. It kind of worked, and I feel like I just, you know, want to say to all the podcasts and all the doubters and all the haters who were calling Ange unpragmatic and, you know, was unwilling to adapt and that, you know, he wasn't going to, you know, change his style at all. You can just go fuck yourself. All of you. I, I, I thought it was baffling, the amount of people that said, surely he's going to compromise. It's like, this man threw out an insane, an insane high line down two people yep. against Chelsea. Yep. You, you think, think he, <laughs> you think he's going to compromise in no. this situation? No. No chance. No chance. And that's why we love him. Except for you fucking haters, man. You guys gotta, you guys gotta accept that this is how he's playing. This is how Spurs play now. This is what we do. Okay, get over it. It's fun to watch, win I or lose. I love that the haters are already out. Yeah, it's so it was so quick, man. We went from absolutely adoring Ange Postecoglou. Three losses and bam. he's not pragmatic. He's not a prem manager. Get him out of here. He's gonna take us back to the Stone Ages. Just like I, I was baffled. Man, I was shocked. There's no way. That you, were you hearing those takes on podcasts? I was hearing them on podcasts. I was reading. No way. I was. I no was. I was reading it on way. articles. I was like, man, what? How? How? This is the problem. This is the problem. These people are the problem. And Dan Levy is up in his office they, reading D-money. all this shit. D-money. D-money, man. And we don't need him reading that. All right? We are, we are happy. This is good. I haven't enjoyed watching Spurs play soccer like this. Since Potch, it's been great, dude. I, the the Kulisevsky winner. Holy shit, Kulisevsky, man! That header was insane. That was Harry Kane esque. Don't know who he is, but that was Harry Kane esque. Don't know who he is. <laughs> Never heard of him. 
<clears throat> but just to clutch up like that, I mean... He's the guy, man. He bodied... Uh, I think it was Ake? Yeah, yeah, sure yeah, it was yeah, Ake. It was Ake. Yeah, yeah, right over top of him. Like, he wasn't even there. It was great. It was great. It was so much fun to watch that game. It was a great goal. That Giovanni Lo Celso, I ate my words. <laughs> we were talking shit. I said, I said probably going towards the end, because I came over yeah. at the end of the second half, or beginning of the second half, and I said, Giovanni Lo Celso has no, no business, business. <laughs> I, to quote me, has no business being in this game against Man City. Ugh. Which he didn't, but he scored the goal. So He's, he's picked up a few goals at this point. Um, Anderson. You go. I was talking to I was talking to Richard, friend of the pod, friend of the pod uh, earlier today, and uh, he had he had quite an interesting take. I said, uh, you know, we'll be we'll be in good form once we get you know Madison back, and and he was quick to go, we don't need Madison anymore. We've got we've got Gio Celso. we're fine. And I I don't know if I'm buying that high on Giovanni <laughs> Lo Celso quite yet. Uh, but if he know. keeps it up. I don't know about <laughs> I don't know if he keeps it up, man. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna change some minds. But uh, we certainly can't get rid of him right now because uh, we just don't have the depth. No, the so no. He'll stick around. Did he watch the game? I mean, did he see the build-up play at all? Or anything? I, I think he did. I'm pretty sure he was watching. I have to assume. Richard. Yeah. Richard. Ah, uh, well. Yeah, I mean, like, like anyone who thought that he was going to compromise. Or wanted him to compromise. Fuck off. Yeah. Like, the, he's literally every single article, you know, podcast about Ange Postacoglu going into going into the season said he is not going to compromise. Thing. He will. It's his way or the highway. He will do it until. It, <coughs> you want to see? You want to see a team park the bus against good teams? Go watch. Go watch Burnley. Go watch. Uh, Burnley's not even gonna do that. Go watch. Uh, go watch Man City. Man City? Who is Man City parking the bus against? I guess Liverpool. Liverpool, maybe? yeah, Liverpool. You know, it, people often do it against uh, stronger, yeah, stronger yeah, opposition. Yeah. Pressing. Yeah, or, you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I wanted to to move our way. Down, down the table. So, since our last podcast, it was rumored, and it finally went through, Everton received a 10-point deduction. Which, let's talk about that first, and then we'll talk about their performance in the league as a whole. So, they got a 10-point deduction for one FFP violation. Yep. What was your first thought when you saw that FFP violation charge come through, the 10-point deduction? I think my first thought immediately, you know, we'll, we'll get to it later, but it immediately went to City. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately. No, let's talk about it now, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. Hard, it's hard to imagine anybody not looking at a one, you know, a one charge. An immediate point turn, deduction. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and going, oh, isn't there another team with... 150 some charges and allegations against them and and for, to to add on top of that what i was reading um it seems like the everton situation was very much a poor budgeting 
and 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 risk analysis situation where they they weren't intending to be misleading about you know their incoming finances and outgoing finances. No, they were just incompetent they were just rather stupid. than nefarious. Yeah. yeah. And with Man City, it's been very, made very clear that this was an attempt to kind of mislead, redirect, undermine, undermine yeah. and it was very shady in, in all aspects of it. So the fact that that has been you know taken into account as well, I'm really excited to see what happens with Man City. Okay, so we were talking about this on... Sunday. What do you think? Say in an ideal world, we get we get the punish like they they get charged with all fifteen. Come fall days. of twenty twenty four when the trial. What happens. what do you think? I mean, we threw out. I think we threw out what we threw out transfer ban. Well, well, we threw out the initial the initial idea of relegating them. Mm-hmm. Uh, to like you didn't like one. that idea. I do not like that idea because I think they'd just move right back up the leagues and they would never learn their lesson. They'd be like, okay, we did this for one season. I mean, they undermined, they, they, they cheated yeah. for... Say that again into the mic. They cheated. There we go. Uh, <laughs> for, you know, ten years. Um, eight years. And so because they've done that, it needs to be more than just you get relegated to the like even to the national league like yeah they're just gonna blow through these teams and everything. Sure, they might sell people, but I mean, if Pep stays, then it's they're just gonna and they're gonna undermine the integrity of all of those other leagues. Yeah, it's gonna ruin the product of those leagues, and it's gonna be a horrible thing. You're gonna punish all these other teams because they're gonna have to play against Kevin. You know, yeah, Dagenham and Redbridge is going to have to play against fucking Kevin De Bruyne and Erling Holland blowing through the back line. Say they did do that. Like, they could probably loan out their entire starting 11 and... And st- loan out their second 11. And still win. Yeah. Pretty handily. And then they'd be making money off the yeah. loans. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. Now, granted... Something that I haven't considered with this is there are FFP rules down there. Rules down there. It's true. It's Which true. and I think there is not a salary cap, but the salary is more heavily regulated mm. in the lower leagues so they than it get, is they in the get Premier a little League. Sticky down there. Yeah. Huh. And those are administered. These are Premier League violations. The. Championship, League One and League Two are administered by the English Football League, which is a separate entity. And then the National League is administered by a separate entity again. Jesus. So, so a whole lot going on with there. I don't think that would be enough. Um, unless they were held to the standard of those rules. And even then, it's a nightmare to administer. I think there's more effective ways that you can... Put the put the hammer down. So uh, relegation not heavy handed enough. Yeah, it, it, at least my initial reaction is not heavy handed enough. Okay. All right. Well, so then we also talked about transfer bans, and also the stripping of titles. Yeah. So I'm a big fan of the stripping of titles. I think that would be a huge thing. But I think you'd have to do it in addition to a transfer ban and maybe fines. As. As. Someone who supports a team who would benefit <coughs> greatly from the stripping of titles. Yeah. 
I don't want that. Don't want that. Because... Same thing goes, integrity and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, like, I just don't... I, it's well, what just, if you just wiped them out? What if you didn't give them to anybody? No, nah, because you got to give them to someone. Do you? And then, But then do you put an asterisk over it? Like, yeah. But then Liverpool wins, and then it's got an asterisk over it. I mean, it's just uh, like, no. Like even, and then Steven Gerrard's slip season. Like, we <laughs> lost that one. Man City... That one's got an asterisk on it. Like, we, we win that. It's just, like, it, no. I, 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 I don't want to. The transfer ban, though, and a multi-year transfer ban. Yeah. That is interesting. So, all right. So, relegation's gone. Point deduction? I mean, that's kind of still the relegation conversation, I suppose. But, like, what's a point deduction going to do to Man City? Well, and, like... Yeah, I like, and the problem is like, a point deduction has an extreme diminishing return. Like once you hit, you, you, we get a hundred points in a season. Yeah. There was one FFP violation, for ten points. Yeah. They have a hundred and fifteen. Doing the math there, that's what like a thousand points. Something like that. That's enough for ten seasons. Yeah. That's enough for ten seasons worth of. If they we just keep them at the bottom of the table. Yeah, exactly. And so, like the point deduction just hits such a hard wall. If you open up, once you hit a hundred. You open up the Premier League table and you just go all the way to the bottom. Minus nine nine sixty five. And you just yeah. count down every week as it goes back up. Yeah, I I think a multi year transfer ban would be an interesting thing. Plus fines. You just kind of choke them out. Yeah. Uh, Plus fines, you know, I would find it interesting if they were open to suing, you know, civil cases. So, like, other teams could sue. Yeah, other teams could sue, especially teams that got relegated, maybe. That Uh, could be interesting. Or teams that lost out on Europe. Get some compensation. Yeah. Teams that lost out on Europe because of of them. I feel like that's kind of opening a can of worms, though, you know, if you allow... Well, if you get charged by the Premier League yeah. for cheating. But, like, think of... Well, okay, sure. But, like, other teams... Like, how often is that? Is that a common thing? Do teams... No. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like... To be fair, that FFP, precedent is FFP is also a recent thing. But, no, if you cheat... Sure. I'm not arguing against that. If you cheat, you deserve punishment. You deserve, I guess, to be sued. I guess. I guess. But, like, I just feel like... Somewhere deep in me, that's that's a that's setting a bad precedent. What? How I'm intru- I'm gonna let you dig yourself a hole. How is that setting a bad precedent? I just once you open, like I mean, take 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 um, take. Uh, Are you saying the team shouldn't have been dressed that way? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, no, yeah. not what I'm saying at all. But uh, what I am saying is that, like, so take the example we had from, you know, earlier this year when there was a debate about whether a game should be replayed. Not going to name any names. <laughs> <laughs> but in the same way that that would have set a terrible, be funny. A terrible precedent of just, you know, not liking the ref calls and demanding, you but know, going and whining. That is completely different. Okay, it is. There's no cheating. There's no rule violation, though. But if you if you open the door to other teams suing other teams like that, I just feel like you get pettier and pettier in that regard. And you could be throwing lawsuits around for 
not cheating eventually. Does that but make the sense? Precedent, but there's a very fine line, like or not a fine line. There's a very distinct line drawn in the sand here, though. Cheating, which is being charged by the Premier League's governing body for violating the rules of the Premier League to gain an advantage. I I hear what you're saying, and I guess yeah. That I, is. I guess because there is that definite line there, and there is. You know, but I I can I can understand a slippery slope. Yeah. I I can I can get that on some of. What we I would I, Tottenham should sue Matty, uh not Matty Cash but but should sue Matty Cash but for should sue era. Villa <laughs> yeah yeah for the fact like for Matty I Cash would, taking out two of our players in the past three seasons <laughs> I would love the idea of um, just Tottenham as an entity suing Matty Cash yeah I think that would be hilarious I would love that <laughs> um, no I think um, you know what. Well, one interesting idea that, that was brought up in our conversation about this that absolutely will not happen um, is the idea of a fine getting presented and then redistributed to all of the teams that were relegated or missed out on Europe yeah. in the time that they benefited from this cheating. Yeah. that's just There's no way that happens, happen. but that would solve... That would that solve, would solve both of those problems. Yeah, that would solve the suing thing. Uh yeah. But I think there's got to be some financial repercussion. But the problem, my problem with that is what, where does that money go? Yeah. If you fine, if you fine Man City. Yeah. And it goes to the Premier League's governing body. Like, are people get, are people get fat bonuses? Nobody's seeing that money ever again. Exactly. Yeah. So, or a fine paid to the English, you know, football association, and then in turn that gets passed into grassroots or something like that. Sure, but it that cannot just be a fine for fine's sake. Hmm. And like, but a fine would be better than a points deduction. I just I think I think in general, a points deduction in this scenario, it does way more harm than good, and it absolutely diminishes. Let me ask you this. Does Man City, and I, I know we've talked about it a little bit before, does Man City still have, like, feeder clubs out there? Or was that cracked down on? Yeah, them? no, they do. Okay, so, like... Palermo, it, Braga, New York City, FC. Those still count as transfers when they bring in players from yeah. them, correct? Yeah. All right, so the transfer ban takes care of that. But there needs to be some way to kind of... We, there, there needs to be some form of punishment that cuts them off from this infrastructure they've built. Loans wouldn't prevent against that. Though. I mean, well, like, the thing is you just couldn't register new players. Yeah. Like, you would have to register, like, homegrown talent and stuff like and that. And UEFA's not going to get involved because it's not a Champions League thing. I don't think, would they? No, we talked about this, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't think they could do a European ban. Yeah. Because it's not a UEFA. Because they've already had the UEFA yeah. allegations and they got away on a technicality, might I add. Um, but they got away on a technicality on that. And so um, UEFA will not get involved in this. It's purely domestic. So Okay, so we... I think, I mean, maybe they could... Maybe they could ban them from taking one of the European spots from the Premier League. I mean, as that like a might, compensation, yeah, compensatory, that, compensatory. that might be. I don't know, man. I, I, I kind of, I feel like we keep going back to it, but like, 
how long would the transfer ban have to be for people to be satisfied? I think fifty years. Fifty probably. years. Yeah, I, th- I think that's. I think that's being generous. <laughs> I think that's being very generous. Kyle Walker's still out there twenty years yeah. later chugging along. I don't know. I think it. I think it'd have to be multi-year. I think three was the one that came to mind. That's six windows. I was gonna say five. I would love five. Five, I think. I, mean, I would it's love five. It's 115 charges. Yeah, I would love five. And then, you know, you just have to play Youth Academy yeah. players from there and on out. And even still, I feel like they'd do probably fine. Like, they'd definitely see a Well, they'd do fine for the first two years. Their academy's great. They'd do fine for the first couple of years, but getting into year four, year five, yeah. Uh, but then at that point, it's just a two-year transfer ban. Yeah, but, yeah. No, I mean, I trust me. I would love, like I like, unironically, would love a fifty-year transfer. Yeah. But um, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what comes of that. Um, on the field, though, we we went down a tangent there. Um, I want to get back to Everton. So without without the ten point deduction, on Monday, Everton would have been in eleventh. Right now, they would be in fourteenth with the game in hand. Compared to where they have been the last couple seasons, last yeah. couple of seasons, Sean Dice, Sean Dice, Dice man, Dice. He's he's he is. So he is the guy you bring. He's the fixer. He's the guy you bring in when you don't want to get relegated. And now it seems they've kind of found a little bit of rhythm, and he's he's doing very well. Um, I mean, like, I've watched a fair few game of Ever- a fair few Everton games this season. They look good. I think they look decent. I think Beto looks really good. Beto, yeah, yeah. I I can't say I've specifically been watching him, but like, um, oh man. Uh, who's the midfielder? The Abdullah Decore. Decore, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. been banging them in from pretty pretty far outside the box. I've I've seen a few of those. Um, but no, I mean they just like getting to eleventh right now. Yeah. Is like. That is that is a major turnaround compared to where they've been the last couple of seasons. And getting rid of Alex Awobi in that time, you know. Um, somehow they got Neil Mope off the off the budget. Mopay, that is that's, that that yeah. is so wild, man. The fact that they he's had like four transfers, all in the Premier League. And this guy genuinely cannot finish a fucking chance. Can't do it. Cannot finish a chance. And he's yet he's been in the Premier League for like the past five years. I just don't get it. I don't get it. I like to think about it like uh, you can kind of get away with half-assing it at a corporate job, right? Yeah, right? yeah. You can kind of just mail it in, yeah. come into the office, sit at your computer, do a few things a day, and you'll be fine. Neil Mope is the corporate worker of the of the Premier League. But, like, if he was the corporate worker, you wouldn't get, like, people like who are like, yeah, I'll pay this money for him, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not familiar with some of the figures he's been, you know, like, transferred for, but, like, we're not talking crazy money, right? I think we're talking about $10 million. Okay, that's, I mean, that's a pretty penny. Yeah, he's probably not worth that much. Uh, no, I think that's hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, we'll keep going, um, and then I'll be able to tell you what he, uh, what he has gone for. Um, but, yeah, they're doing something right down there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's good to see, good to see Everton in 
I love it. So he, uh, Brighton or Brentford bought him for two million. Brighton bought him in twenty nineteen for fifteen. Everton bought him for eleven, and now he's at Brentford on a loan. So they did not buy him for ten, but he has been bought for 15. ten. Fifteen. He went for fifteen. He went for fifteen to Brighton and did absolutely fucking nothing. That's hilarious. Neil Mope. Neil Mope, what a guy. Uh, well, best of luck to Everton. Um, they they'll probably make it out, um, which will mean bad things for Luton. But right now, Luton sit out of the relegation zone, so they've got a chance. We uh, we segued poorly here, but uh, <laughs> we're back to Man City a little bit. Uh, not looking so hot. Not looking like the city we, we, we've come to hate, honestly. Uh, you know, they've had three three of their... Out of their four last four matches, they've had three draws. And today, they, they got beat by Villa. And, uh, I mean, what do you make of that? I mean, they drew Spurs. They drew Liverpool. Mm-hmm. There was one more draw. I'm not entirely sure. Chelsea. Who, Chelsea. Chelsea. Um, yeah, and then they, they let up four in the Chelsea game. They let up three in the uh, Spurs game. Yep. They got scored on here. It's what do we think? What do we think? Is this the team uh, that is going to win the league again? According to Pep Guardiola, there was an interesting quote. One, inject this shit into my veins. Yeah. Like one hundred percent. Keep this more of this. <laughs> I'm always. I'm. Al- <coughs> I'm always uh, hesitant to talk about City at this point in the season. I mean, I guess it's December. Um, they're always a late-blooming team. So, I mean, they still have a chance, but, like, like I, 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 losing to Villa is, is something. I mean, that's... That's a conversation itself, right? There. Yeah, and it's not like it's losing... It's not like they're losing to, you know... Brentford or something like, or like losing to their like Villa are just objectively a good team now. Yeah. And definitely are. Like losing losing to them is plus plus the goals that went in this past weekend against uh Tottenham. Like the goals that Ederson They were not good. In. Oh yeah. Ederson looked like uh he was having a nightmare. It was yeah. it was bad. He yeah. let in I think so the sun goal at the beginning definitely just kind of rolled underneath him. That was really bad. And then the LaCelso goal, um, he got a hand to it. Probably should have saved it as well. I want to say I'm not going to say LaCelso. I'm not going to say anything about the Kulisevsky goal. Um, yeah. So I um, I I don't know. I I think the jury is still out on the jury is still out on on Man City. Um, I think if in February they're still in fourth, I'm gonna feel right as rain. Uh, but uh, let's see. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. Pep um, says we should give him the trophy now. Honestly, is that really yeah. good quote? Run run us through the quarter. Came of the out. I read this one. I read this one earlier yesterday. But, uh, yeah, so apparently when asked about kind of like the the energy and, 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 and general uh, tenacity of the team currently, he, uh, he said, 
Uh, I have a feeling that if we maintain that level, we will win the Premier League. We will win it again. I he he called out uh, he called out all of the major fun. He called out yeah. Jamie Carragher, Micah. Like, not Micah. happy with him. Yeah, and he was like, listen, like, no one's won it four times. Jamie Carragher never won it once. And Jamie <laughs> Carragher was like, Jamie Carragher said, well, if I had millions, of, if I had a nation state backing <laughs> Liverpool at the time and enough money getting pumped in for 115 Premier League violations, then I probably would have won at least one. Slapped back. Um, that's, such, that's low-hanging fruit at this point, though. Now, wow, wow, wow. When you come at Jamie Carragher's neck, you better not. You come for the king, you best not miss. He clapped back on that one pretty solid. But, um, but so, yeah, no, it's basically done, guys. We can mail it in now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fourth place team <laughs> thinks they're going to win, so uh, let's call it. Uh, no, I, I, I think the jury's out. What do you think? What do you think? I think there's still potential late season surge for Man City for sure. Yeah. I mean, they, they just, it's what they do. Um, Will they win? I don't know. It's hard to say. It's pretty pretty tight up there right now. Um, what I will say is that we need to stop questioning Villa. Yes, dude. We need They're to stop in questioning. third. We need to stop questioning them. I feel like one, every time we one, pod. One. Whoa. I've never questioned Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on this pod, we have a number of times the question uh, has been on this agenda. No, Are no, they for real? Are no. they going to do it? No, because I want to hype them up. Oh, yeah. Also, also, we're talking about Roberto Zerbi for Manager <laughs> of the Year Award last year. Where is he sitting? Huh? Uh, yeah. Where is he sitting? Mm. He's sitting in eighth? <laughs> or is he not Emery? Yeah, he's up there. Yeah. Uh... Uh, yeah, so, um... But, yeah, the Vampire, still at it. Yeah, I mean, they're in third. Imagine if they get Champions League football by the end of the season. Villa in the Champions League. I don't even, like, do you even know when the last time that happened was? Uh, I... I can't... I think it would probably be the 80s. (laughs) That's so long ago. That's ridiculous. When was the last time Aston Villa was in Europe? Was. I wish there was like smart out Google where it could say they've always been in Europe. They're in England, you fucking dick. <laughs> uh, it was 2010. When before that? Okay, so that actually wasn't even that long ago. No. But so yeah, I guess guess the point point here is Astonville is good. Stop asking if they're good. Uh, we're not even going to debate that right here, I think. I think instead we're going to ask what we think their ceiling is. And, <coughs> I mean, Champions League is, they're in contention right now. Yeah, I, you know, I, like, I would, like, this, the top eight minus the top seven, because I'm just not going to include Man United, is frightening. I mean, Newcastle, Brighton are both in seventh and eighth. I wouldn't want to play like I either of those home, you know, are are scary games. Tottenham, I mean, they're okay. Uh, Man City's a good one. Then Aston Villa, Liverpool, and Arsenal. So, yeah, the the. I I think Aston Villa. I think Aston Villa are just like objectively a good team now. I we'll see what they look like at the end of this run of games in December because. They also are missing Tyrone Mings. Like Tyrone Mings is, I think, out for the season. So let me ask you. Or no, this. Pau Torres is. I'm gonna make another parallel here. 
when a team in the NFL is doing really well, but they're not like <coughs> like clear cut contenders to make like a deep push into the playoffs per se. They'll make the playoffs, but who knows how deep they'll go. Mm-hmm. What they'll do is they'll sacrifice some of the future, they'll trade, they'll spend a lot of money, they'll go into this win now mentality. Thanks, for, you, thanks for explaining that to me. For the viewers more than you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, is there, one, is there a parallel there to be made for the January transfer window? And two, do you see Aston Villa making moves in the January tra- transfer window to improve their chances of finishing, say, I mean, I'll say it, win the league? Oh, <laughs> oh man! I, I think they are very ambitious. I think Aston Villa, with the acquisition of the objective manager of the year last year, Unai Emery, I think bringing him on speaks to ambition. I think when they brought on Steven Gerrard, that also spoke to ambition. Ah, well, maybe not. Because he had just <laughs> won with Rangers, who have a lower budget than Celtic in um, in Scotland, and had denied them. So, like, they're like, okay, up-and-coming manager, I think we might be able to do something with that. Unai Emery is a coup acquisition for them. I could absolutely see them in January. Make a move. The problem is the January window is so hard to do business oh, with. Yeah. Uh, so many teams are not doing it. I can see them bringing in some loan moves, so, I mean. Yeah, yeah, okay. So make some moves, make a push. I would I, love to see it. I would, I, love, I would to love to see it. I'd love to see Liverpool first, as yeah. well as second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. funny. Yeah, we'll see. That. we'll see. We'll see. I'm super about that. <coughs> I think Aston Villa could beat y'all. Well, they didn't. Well, I think they could. Well, but like they did. I think they could though. What are you, the college football playoff committee? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, <laughs> Arsenal. Um, let's move into the um, title dark horses. Current, um, current table toppers. Well, I mean, currently. Currently. Yeah. I guess. If you if you want to look at it that way. They looked shaky against Luton. I'll say that. That was a fun game to watch, though. I. I wanted Luton to win this game. Me too. So bad. Me too. If not only to watch David Raya <laughs> lose that game would be freaking perfect. He looked shaky so as bad. fuck. So bad. You gotta you gotta be thinking Arteta you gotta be thinking Arteta's like, alright, maybe Maybe we throw Ramsdale in there for a couple games and see what happens. But did they already did that? And yeah. Like, it, it, but like, I just like because literally they're in article. I was reading an article today about how Arteta like they've obviously talked about it. Arteta wants to keep him. He wants him to stay. It's just like yeah, because he's Arteta's guy. Oh, what he wants Ramsdale to stay? He wants Ramsdale to stay, dude. Ramsdale, Ramsdale's taking a fucking hike, dude. Nah, he's getting out of there. I, I mean, if Ryan keeps stinking it up. Like, that was bad. Raya has been given so much of a leash. Has been given. Why? So Why? much of a leash. I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get, because he can hit the ball slightly more accurately over 35 yards. I mean, I do not understand why you are investing so much into David Raya. I've said it once before. I'll say it again. There has to be something behind the scenes that happened. 
Like, they're literally, like, I don't know if he, like, like, Ramsdale forgot <coughs> to refill the Brita or something. Like, I don't know. But, like, there has got to be something going on there. He said Mikel Arteta's hair was fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that probably. I mean, like, maybe Rye is practicing well, but I mean, he's not playing that well. No. Granted, they're still in first, but he hasn't been playing well enough to merit replacing Rams. Like, I just don't. I don't know. I don't get it. No, I agree. I, I like. I, one, I don't think he did enough at Brentford to warrant the move. Or just yes. Yeah. Or at least warrant the move and getting into the starting spot. Yeah, because it happened pretty, pretty like instantly, right? The wildest thing about this whole idea is that it's still just a loan move with an option to buy. Can you imagine? Like there is, there is a scenario in this world that David Raya goes back to Brentford. That would be insane. Ramsdale would just ha- would have to be sitting there thinking like. I just wasted, I just wasted an entire season for a guy that's not even on the team anymore. Well, because it would be it would be Arteta's choice because he's very clearly Arteta's man. Just, and then it's just like, what is what does Ramsdale do, dude? I just like seriously, like tell him tell him you're either gonna, I don't know, you you have to be looking for a move if you're Aaron Aaron, Aaron Ramsdale. I just I don't understand it at all. I've looked at it from just about every angle I can think of, and I don't get it. I tell you right now, Nick Pope's out with probably a season-ending injury. Dubrovka, the return of Dubrovka. Or Ramsdale. Ooh. Robert Sa- Robert Sanchez doesn't look that good in in at Stamford Bridge. Chelsea. True too. That's true. There's moves. There's moves to be made. Could probably big money too. I I have to imagine. He's a pretty respected keeper. I mean. Well, clearly he's not as good as um, David Ryan. David Ryan is is thirty million, so it's got to be less than thirty I million. I believe that. I think Aaron Ramsdale's a much better. No, no, no. But I'm just using I'm using <laughs> the Michael Arteta logic. Gotcha. Here. Yeah. Gotcha. He's a, yeah. He's, from that perspective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good, <laughs> but he's not that good. He's so not like twenty eight. Twenty eight. Twenty eight million. Somebody yeah, scoop yeah. that up for a steal. I think people would buy it just to like be like keep my like. <laughs> 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 There's no way you could know. He would go for at least 40, I think. Um, alright, so... I think... We're about at time. Yeah, we're about at time. You want to talk about any of these other points we have on here? No, uh, we, we, we've, hit the, uh, we've hit the hour mark. So. Alright, awesome. We're going to wrap it up here, guys. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Sorry we, we skipped a few weeks. The holiday season's always a busy one. Yeah. We'll probably, what do you think, one more, two more before Christmas really gets yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, one or two more, yeah. Um, but anyway, this has been the Boot and Hearth Podcast. You can get us at the Boot and Hearth Podcast, or the Boot and Hearth at gmail.com, the Boot and Hearth Pod on Twitch, the Boot and Hearth Podcast on Discord as well, or feel free to leave a comment just on the Spotify episode uh, as well. That's probably the best way to get a hold of us. Awesome. Appreciate you all listening. Appreciate you, Ted. Thank you, everyone, and we'll see you soon.